Inherently Happy, episode 195, Practically Happy. First, the happy creed. We believe in happy, in balance and growth, of being mindful and grateful, compassionate and understanding. Yowza ha ha, my happy friends. I need a practical exercise that I can use in times of sudden or unexpected stress. Maybe a quick phrase to remind myself of all the things I know to be true about happy. A mantra, a chant, a song, a rant. Maybe not a rant. A maxim, an axiom, a saying, a saw. Words that will remind me of some universal law. For example, I know that I put stress on myself in how I react to things happening around me. But in those moments, it may really feel like I am wholly unprepared and that everybody knows it. And even if that were not the case, a solution that included a method of avoiding that feeling in the future would very likely be desired. So short of meditating every minute of every day, I need to know that I can process incoming stimuli without popping a blood vessel or having a conniption fit. I do that by keeping my mind occupied on pleasant things and letting myself off the hook for not drag racing every roadhog I come across. Darn roadhogs hogging the roads with roadhogging roadhogginess. Breathe. I just need to keep mindful and grateful and try to stay in touch with myself and my autonomic nervous system, which regulates heart rate and breathing. Because life seeks balance, be it blood pressure, oxygen levels, and or sanity. (laughs) And when we have balanced health, then we can learn and build and grow. So that's why balance and growth need to be practically applied. It needn't be sought outside, for inside is where it doth abide. When I'm feeling stressed... I can focus on heart rate and breathing, which are always trying to keep a rhythm. I can feel the music of their movements, the lubbed-up of my heartbeat, and the swell and sigh of my respiration. But what about whatever the issue at hand is? Do I spare a care for that? I can't shirk my responsibilities, or the train goes off the rails. I still have to follow road signs and meet deadlines and do my work. So when after a year, over a year, of solitude, my first official act back at work at the job I have to pay the bills so I can focus on expressing the human condition is to help with crowd control at a huge event that lasts for four days. The mass of eager humanity that is university commencement. That will be a little intense, especially when you compare it to the solitude and quiet I've had low these many months. We're still a couple weeks out, so I have time to gear up for it. But when it actually arrives, there'll be no telling what'll happen. And my apprehension levels may very likely rise. So I'm going to start preparing for it. Little things like stretching out, 
because the stretches you do today don't really see their full effectiveness for a few days yet. I've been eating lots of fruits and veg for a while now, and I don't do caffeine or nicotine anymore. I get plenty of sleep and am regularly productive with other things to look forward to. However, most of the exercise I've been getting lately is from pacing around the room as I brainstorm. But now, I have to go back into the world and be of service in a different way. I have a caretaker personality, so service is kind of my natural state, but I usually do it through writing. Sure, it feels good to help where I can, and it makes other people feel good, which also feels good. So it's just good tactics, if nothing else. But honestly, I'd much rather stay here. Even though helping others is also a good way to get your mind off of things that could potentially encourage you to react by stressing yourself out. But also, one learns that some people will try to take advantage of one's help and take more than was offered or can readily be given. So you still have to pick your battles or your opportunities if you want to look at it that way. Speaking of battles, I've been assaulted before while working crowd control. I've been sunburnt, I've lost my voice, I've had aches and cuts and bruises aplenty, and been condescended to so many times that I simply lost count. Sure, it feels good to help the team, and we all attempt to guide and contain, as we all attempt to guide and contain the human stampede known collectively as a crowd. It's a skill that would work very well on a big film set, I'd, I'd say, should crowds need corralling. I'm a veritable crowd wrangler, I am. I'd say crowd whisperer, but there's not a lot of whispering involved. they got to be able to hear you in the cheap seats, after all, even if it's standing room only. In the past, I've selected music for crowds to dance to, turned announcements into a game, and pump people up to do what needed to be done. And that's, no doubt, a valuable skill on your bigger film set, side wager. But then, every skill is a valuable skill on a film set, of course. You name me a skill, and I'll name you a movie that utilized that skill. But I digress. I can get off on tangents pretty well. I, I don't mean I'm overly excited by tangents. I mean that I let the point meander sometimes. But maybe that's all part of trying to de-stress. Not to take everything quite so seriously. Like staying on topic, for example. Because I know I'll get back to it eventually. And maybe the scenic route also has its merits. It's like with happy. I know my natural state is one of balance and growth. And that therefore, happy is always there. Biology, protein synthesis, cell division, the whole bit. Growth. And temperature regulation, biorhythm, and mental harmony, balance. But I also know that I can sometimes lose sight of happy from time to time. It's still in there, but I can still just lose a sense of it for a spell. Like when big things happen, and I feel strong things about those big things. Sometimes my attention and interest is knocked away from balance and growth. And I instead want, for just a split second, to damn the torpedoes and ram full steam ahead. But that results in destruction and imbalance. And so I need something to remind me that happy isn't about that. In the same way that dogs are trained. 
You don't punish for good behavior. You reward. Sorry. You don't punish for bad behavior. You reward for good behavior. So that they eventually only want rewards and so will only be good. It's a war of attrition where you gradually take out all the unnecessary fight. So when I myself have anxious or unproductive thoughts or even slightly mean ones, then what will snap me out of it and remind me that it's not worth all the drama? I could take ownership of my reaction, if it's anger or bitterness or what have you, and realize I don't have to feel that. I can choose another reaction to the very same stimuli. Other people have had it far worse than me and have handled it far better. I could be like them. It's all about attitude, outlook, and knowing that this too shall pass. It's all about whistling while you work and finding the fun in everything you do, just like a kid. But if the stress is already building, then finding ways to get it out, to release it, to let it go, to shake it off, to get over it, may need to be employed. Deep breathing, gum chewing, walkabouting, movie watching, whatever works for you. But in some cases, there's just no time to do all that. And so a quick little refresher may be just the thing. A quick check-in. Am I happy? If I'm stressed, then my answer will likely be different than when I'm not. Am I alive? Yes, but there's levels to that, just like with happy. There's more alive and there's less alive, while still being alive in each case. Like if I were depressed, sick, weak, or near death, then I would consider that less alive than, say, feeling healthy and able-bodied. Likewise, there must be levels of more happy and less happy, more balanced growth and less balanced growth. Am I actively participating in my life? in my balance and in my growth. Not just am I happy, but am I being happy? Am I doing happy things, making happy choices, behaving and thinking and choosing happy? Am I being practically happy? Is it practical? Is it complete? Well, it's never complete, of course, because that would lose either balance or growth and quite possibly both. We're always moving, our hearts are always beating, we're breathing, we're eating, we're feeling things, we're alive, we're happy. And we always have a chance to get back to the point. To make a happy decision that affords us the opportunity to actively participate in our own happy lives. So I'll just remind myself that being happy means knowing that I own my feelings and my choices. And can do with them what I wish, regardless of what anyone else does. So here's the chant, the mantra, the reminder of all the stuff I just said. In an easy-to-remember nutshell, chock full of happy goodness. <clears throat> happy be as happy do. Happy be as happy do. Happy be as happy do. Doobie doobie do. Ha ha. Yowza.